0: Hello and welcome to Seeing Your Skeleton. I am your host, Jaden. And today we're going to be seeing a little bit more of my skeleton. We're going to be talking about love, relationships, and my personal views on them, and just some things that I've noticed over the years. I didn't know I was going to be making this podcast right now. Something just took over me. It's in the middle of the night. I have to sleep. But I was just up thinking about this girl I want to... I went on a date with, and the way I feel right now, and it's um, I feel like this is gonna be a good one. So, I I've definitely struggled with intimacy and romance and all of that for a very long time, and I've been afraid of so many different things, and it's strange to me. That I didn't just come up with the perfect way to deal with it other than self-exposure. I I thought that I could just read a couple books and, and maybe I would understand what I'm supposed to do. But I feel like trying to date people and meet people is, guess what, a great way to learn about other human beings instead of hide from them. If you were here from the first episode, you already know that I struggled in my childhood with a porn addiction, which is quite destructive for my ability to feel connected with other people, um, romantically speaking. I also went through some other things, and I was very neurotic. I'm afraid of just regular people in general, so not just women. So... The struggle of being able to talk to girls was a big issue for me growing up since age maybe 12, 13, 14, 15, well on after, uh, maybe until college is when I was starting to open up. But I wanted to talk about my beliefs about love and relationships, and I I suppose I want to start with, do I think it's necessary to have a relationship? That's a big thought that I've been having i wonder what purpose does it serve what is the advantage that i'm going to get from dating someone does this aid me in any way and it's a real question because i've never had an experience where i feel like i need someone else to be there in my life like what what am i going to gain from this you know it's what my brain asks and the answer I come up with most times is nothing, but then I, okay, I step back and I go, okay, well, you have, uh, some companionship, um, but then again, I could just be alone. I could be alone and deal with my stuff. Okay. Well, if not from companionship, I guess you could have someone who's supportive. And I'm like, well, maybe I can just support myself. And that's kind of the way that I've always thought about relations. There's nothing that I cannot do on my own. And I think if you approach relationships with that mentality, you'll be very strong. You'll be very independent. You won't break down if they're gone. You'll be very secure. won't really be able to hurt you that much. But the issue with that is if you really want to connect with someone, there is a certain amount of vulnerability that you give to them and a certain amount of trust that you're gonna need to be able to have in order to maintain any kind of relationship and that's a huge problem with me because i don't trust other human beings i don't think there's a single human being on the entire earth where i can look at them and be like i trust everything about you or trust your motivations I, i don't understand people i don't know them i really do not um and then, you know, I get people coming up t- to me like, oh, even me? You don't even trust me? I'm like, well, I, I don't know. I don't know you. I'm not inside your head, right? I, I can't predict what you're going to want from me or what you do want. So I I struggle now, now that I'm kind of in a remission of watching porn and all that, just to understand, like, what romance is, what love is, you know? Does it exist and is it real? I I don't know if it is. I don't know what, the, what that feels like. 25, I've never experienced anything that is different than Limerence. And Limerence being just infatuation with someone. I've had girls who have liked me. Um, and I just hated myself so much. And I was dealing with this addiction, had no self-confidence or self-esteem. That one, like the legitimately amazing, smart, beautiful woman wanted to be with me for whatever reason. I could not, I couldn't even fathom it. So I never ever really made a move. I was a very timid person, very afraid. And some of those parts of me still are here, still can be quite shy and timid about certain things for sure. So in terms of love and and what it is, I definitely am, I've had a very negative view where I look and I just think like all relationships and all marriages and everything is supposed to end in tragedy and what is even the point and they're just going to cheat on you and they're going to leave you and they're going to lie to you to manipulate you to get whatever they want and no matter what you do or say to them or how well you treat them at any point in time They're gone, and you're left with that. And then you begin to question everything that you are, everything that you were, and the future that you had imagined when they were once there. So that level of investment into someone in a long-term relationship for me is extremely scary. I remember I dated this one girl for a bit of time and I didn't really know her that well but she had no idea how hard it was for me going my whole you know life it's not her fault at all right but I Went my whole life without ever trying to date I was always too afraid and for once I built up the confidence because I said you know what I understand there's risks I understand that when you get into a relationship with someone that you're putting your heart on the line, and that means you have to accept that you can be hurt if something doesn't go well. And I thought about that, and I was like, you know what? I think she's worth trying to go through that. So I, for the first time, I think, what was I, age 23, something like that? decided, hey, I'm going to try and date this girl. And inevitably, when my, I don't know, I don't know what I did. I guess my lack of experience or whatever it was, um, she didn't find to her fancy. She got up and left and uh, said some choice words being, now I regret ever dating you. I can't ever remove those words from my head because I remember thinking, all I did was try and be kind. All I did was just really try and make her smile. And the result was sleepless nights for months, dissociating from reality constantly, going into work and just not being present. I didn't know what affection was ever like, so when the smallest bit of it was removed, I hurt really badly, and if you were here for episode one, you'd know that social connections in me have not gone quite well, I really hate that too, because there's a lot of really awesome people who have been really amazing to me, and I, I wish I could just reach out to them sometimes, and sometimes I do. But I I get really comfortable when I'm alone, so I kind of just stay that way. Anyway. So yeah, she left, and then I tried to play it off like, you know, I was fine or I didn't really care that much, but but I cared a lot. I cared because it was like scarcity. It was like, wow, this is like the only time I've ever gone outside to meet someone, and now she's never going to see her again, right? Yeah, that was tough. I don't think I've ever cried so much in my entire life. I remember feeling like such a weak person. At the time, it hurt really badly because I've been trying to train my mind and my body and my spirit to become someone that I thought was strong. Right now, if you've been following me on YouTube or Instagram, you know that I've done a I'm doing a 365-day challenge working out every single day. And I did one... I tried to do one before, one or two years ago. And... Never mentioned this, but, you know, I stopped. I stopped uploading updates, and that's because I failed it. And the reason that I failed it is because I was in complete, utter, emotional turmoil. I was choking. Every night. And... It was... Like the depression that I used to feel when I grew up, but it was like so much worse. I never wanted to feel anything like that again. And as I began to recover, it took very, 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 very long. Okay. I'm not talking a couple of months. It was like a year and some change until I started getting myself back together. And during that year or so in change, I just made a bunch of terrible decisions with life and career choices and nothing was working well. And every time I thought about it, I thought back to those words that she said, I'm like, you know, maybe she's gone because underneath everything that I presented, I was such a a weak person. Structurally, I'm not sound. So Maybe she found someone else with some foundation. And I found that thought to be particularly interesting. Because I remember when I was dating her, I was doing really well. (laughs) Life was going really good. I remember I got two to three raises at one of my jobs. I had an interview for a really big job. And everything was on the up. And then as soon as she left, I just let everything crash and burn. It was very dumb of me but i i didn't know how to process so flash forward to current day and i use dating apps which is not a good idea for someone like me um first of all i'm not nearly attractive or i don't know what enough to be on those freaking dating apps I, I get dates but You know it's it's not easy and um, next to that I just feel like it's just very overly sexualized and because I spent so much time as a kid watching porn and over sexualizing I think women to a degree I I don't think that it lends to a healthier mind for me Um, and I will talk a little bit more about that in a moment after I talk about this date, so, I met this girl, met her yesterday, or the day before yesterday, and when I met her, she was very, she was very physically forward, she wants something casual, she wants sex, she wants, you know, and I get that right but I just felt so awkward and strange and I'm talking to her and I'm like you're like the third or fourth girl I've ever dated at this age I'm like what I'm 25 but yeah third or fourth and I'm sitting there I'm talking to her and I just feel weird I feel weird that I'm talking to this girl and I'm enjoying her company and I'm liking her and the physical contact of just touching each other was nice and it was the first time I've ever experienced really that to that that specific level and that was the first time I had somebody ever cuddle with me which was a new experience as well and the physical aspect of it I suppose was enjoyable right because I'm like oh wow this is a fun feeling that I don't let myself do with anyone and here I am with this girl from this dating app and she just seemingly wants to do everything Um, but then I thought to myself when I talked to her and she was talking about wanting to keep things casual and just date around and something came up for me where I was like huh I mean I guess I could be okay with that but I, I kind of, to a certain extent, like some things about her. Maybe I would want to actually get to know her, but she very much put it on the table like, no, that's not, that's not what's happening here, buddy. Sit your fucking ass down and listen. This is how this is going to go if it's going to happen. Now, I don't think I'll be hearing from her again, which is okay, because first date happened and... I don't know maybe maybe I wasn't what she was looking for she hasn't messaged me back since and that's that's okay i mean life's life's going all things considered pretty good it's improving i'm getting stronger physically i'm i'm tackling more of my goals I'm actually doing the podcast that i've always wanted to do so so anyhow i want to talk a little bit about the date a bit more and how i felt with you know her being casually dating and all of that, and this is very like. Pavet- I had this possessive energy, like, wow, I just, I just want to see her again. I want to, I want to meet her, the next time, and like tomorrow, or I want to do more things with this girl. And of course, I'm being the person that I'm being, and I'm paying for shit and being kind, I guess. And I don't know what's attractive or what people like or what's unattractive, so I'm just. I'm just trying to have a good time with her and and make sure that she has a good time, and I guess I failed doing that, because, you know, I haven't heard from her, so I wouldn't know. That all being said, date finishes, I go home, and I'm thinking and I'm staying up and I'm wondering when I'll hear from her and I'm taking so much time just sitting down thinking about that it's keeping me up at night instead of sleeping I'm up thinking about some girl I met for the first time just because I had the first amount of physical contact with a woman I've ever had for a very very long time and I am constantly imagining her in my mind and I'm imagining scenarios of things that probably aren't going to happen and that's a little sad how much my brain felt the need to do that. It needed to recreate these scenarios because they weren't going to exist again. It's like I went into panic mode. I know even a part of me right now is like, wow, like I wish I could see her again. But I'm thinking, I don't know, if, is that even a healthy thing for me to, to do? To try and be in something casual like that? Is that something I like? Is that something I want? Do I even believe in relationships to begin with? Because, mind you, I I've avoided relations, both casual and non-casual, for my entire life. The whole thing. I've been dreadfully scared of my heart hurting I don't want to feel that pain and I felt it once before and it was one of the most painful experiences that has changed me it has changed me indefinitely in the way I see people because when I was speaking to that first girl it's And I don't want to blame her for anything. She said some things to me. The one we were dating. That made me really believe that I found someone who genuinely cared the way that I care about people. The way that I care about people is... Maybe maybe it's too much, you know? I just, when I give a shit... I completely want everything, you know, I want I want their family to be okay. I want everything to be amazing for them and I want them to live a good life and I don't want them to hurt. I just you know, I just want everything to be to be as amazing as it can be. And I want them to smile and and to laugh and I don't want to be the one to provide that. Um, so, so yeah, it's it's very tough for me connecting with people of any kind, not just in romantic style relationships, but just people, because I just keep giving a shit when I talk to people. I think each and every person is just so unique and and so amazing in their own way it's so hard for me to hate people I just I I struggle like I can't really do it you know um and and I really mean this man it's like I don't know how (laughs) to really go out there and just be negative and treat people with indignity and disrespect and and leave them feeling empty. I just know what that feels like too much. To feel unwanted, to feel unloved, to feel like you're the worst person in the world for just being who you are. I don't want that for anybody. So, I... I try to avoid feeling like this, right? Because even now as I sit here, I'm talking. and it's, uh, it's starting to feel less than fun to talk. I thought this was going to be enjoyable, but now I'm just I'm really sitting here just thinking like, I'm so pathetic, you know? For, for caring about someone like that who I just met. But that's just how I am, you know? And... A part of me tried changing that. I've tried changing that a couple times where I'll go like, you know, let me just stop giving a shit. And I always do that. And let me tell you how this scenario has gone for me for the past while in my life. I will stop giving a shit. I will turn off my emotions. I will make it so that I can't feel the feeling of love to anyone or anything I will isolate and I'll be fine. And it is always then that it is the perfect opportunity for my life to send someone or something my way, it feels, in that moment when I am, it's like, where were you when I, I wanted to care, you know, when I wanted to love? Why couldn't you be there then? That's how it feels. And when I think about love, I think about it with weakness. I think if I begin to love, if I begin to care, I will become weak. I will become less than what I can be. And that's another part of the reason why for so long in my life I've tried to avoid love. I say say to myself, I have this these amazing and big goals and you know what, if I sacrifice this very vital part of myself, This part of myself that that yearns for connection and to be touched and and held and to be comforted. And if I let go of that and and I burn it to the ground until all that's left is just raw motivation, then anything is possible. If I abandon that, if I become in control of my emotions in their entirety and I swear off my ability to try and love and just focus on something. That's never worked, by the way. I mean, well, it has because it's let me do things that I might never be able to do otherwise. But it's never been permanent. I've always had these moments where I'm like, I'm 25 now and I can... I don't even know what kissing is like. It's like weird, you know. I I have had sex, and if Mom, you're listening, yes, your boy has done the sex thing. But other than that, I'm very, you know, inexperienced for my age because of how fearful I was of people, and it's I guess kind of embarrassing for me because I'm like, wow, like. Huh, everyone else out there is having a good old sexy sex time. And here I am. Um, not. I wish that could be me. And then you start thinking with all your insecurities. Uh, what's wrong with me? I, um, all this stuff. That you can think of. That diminishes your confidence. That diminishes your self worth. I Definitely made made that assumption about myself for so much time that my self worth should be based off whether or not someone would be willing to love and or care about me. Cause I mean look at where I am now. I'm I'm still all alone, you know. I have exactly one to two friends that I talk to on occasion and I go to night to my bed many nights alone, tossing and turning, just thinking about what it would be like to not go to bed alone. You know, it's... Um, it's embarrassing to say that. But that is exactly what I feel where I'm just like, damn, I, I wish I could just hold on to someone who gives a shit right now. Um, so going back to that that date, that was something that um, I did. You know, I did, end up, you know, kind of... Like, cuddling up with this girl who I don't even really know, and, um, it was extremely comforting for me, and that's another reason why my brain is so panicked about, you know, maybe never seeing this person who I don't even know again, because I'm like, wow, that was such a great feeling that I would definitely want again, (laughs) and maybe some more, (laughs) you know, um, and when I spoke to her, and shout out to you if you're listening, I won't say your name, if you are, I don't know if you will, but I, I I listened to her and her story and some of the pain that she's gone through and she started speaking and I realized that she genuinely was a really good person at her core. Um, she might never want to see me for, I guess, whatever reason. But I know that she she has a really good heart about her. And I wish her the absolute best. You know, I want good things for her. Um, and it was very hard for me to listen to her talk about how she essentially feels the same way that I do. Although, with me, there's like a small shred that hopes that maybe I can feel something real, something genuine with someone, even though I'm so afraid and I don't want to feel pain. You know, I don't think that that's, that's how you can approach a relationship. I feel like mentally... You have to be strong and tough enough to say that if anything happens, I can I can pull through it. And I need to have that because, well, I don't, I simply just don't trust people. And I, I believe that a person who cares about people the way that I do will get taken advantage of. Right? And it's not like I don't set boundaries with people. It's that I care so much that I just want things to be amazing so now talking about things after after um my little panic episode after I realized like oh maybe this wasn't a great date for her you know I just thought to myself okay well now it's time to move on and um try and find someone else but then wait a second maybe i got really lucky here and i found someone um maybe i should really try to reach out and maybe see you know because you become very needy become very like you need something from them but then i said you know i'll just send her a message just to check to see what's happening and then leave it and move on with my day I kept having this thought like why do I always get left by everything and everyone you know it's like is this just going to be the pattern I'm going to try and date someone and then I'm going to tell them who I am I'm going to be open I'm going to be honest I'm going to tell the truth because that is always what I do and always what I will do with anyone I know and then for some reason my truthfulness is extremely unattractive my questions are weird and strange and that leaves me feeling a little hopeless about dating at least one of the things that makes me feel hopeless and I feel like when I'm completely and I remember I remember the first girl I dated when I was speaking to her once telling her like I just told her as many things as I could in the very beginning about myself and I told her if she wants to leave at any point you know she should and I just tried to lay it out as easily as possible like hey this is what I am this is what I'd like and this is what I'm hoping for us and this is what I'm hoping you would want too, and for the most part, she seemed to be in agreeance um, until one day she started saying things differently. And she started talking about this other guy who was this childhood friend and all this other stuff. And then, I don't know, she just left and then never said a word to me again. And I, I didn't know what I did. I tried to ask, but she didn't tell me if I did something. It just hurt a lot, and I wanted revenge, especially during those months where I couldn't sleep and I could not eat food the same. Everything was about her. You know, I remember remember the way I used to cry when I was crying about her grown-ass, 23 year old man, I'm 25 now, grown ass 23 year old man, on the bus, just crying tears without stopping, they just would not stop flowing, I remember that one day when I was in the back, and this girl in front of me looked behind me, and she looked, and she just stopped, and she just stopped for a moment just to look at me. And the tears were flowing down, and I was trying to cover them up. So I wasn't trying to share anyone. I kept trying to look down and cover them, but they would... felt like they just kept falling. And she looked into my eyes, and I wonder if she might say something. But she didn't. I got off that bus that day, thinking, I am broken. I remember going to a coffee shop and I was trying to calm myself down. I was walking and when I was walking I was hyperventilating. I was struggling to breathe really. I, I just started thinking about it and I was in so much pain mentally pain that I was inflicting on myself and I sat down in the coffee shop with my pen and paper in hand because I wanted to write and after I started writing the first word or two I began to cry again and there was just tears all over the page there was an elderly man sitting across from the table and he just looked at me, and I couldn't make eye contact with him for too long because I especially don't want to let another male know that I'm crying. I just thought back to that. I think back to that time. I think back to how weak the foundation was for who I am. Heck, I don't even know if it's any stronger now. I mean, I would hope it is. I would hope that after two years I've grown and realized how much stronger I actually need to be and I've accepted that responsibility. I've really grinded myself down to try and be stronger but to also be the person that I want to be. I never ever am going to let some kind of relationship with someone change the person that I want to be because I remember thinking that now I'm just going to be a complete asshole to everybody and just, you know, become completely stoic and I'm not going to treat people in X or Y way anymore and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's just not me. That's not me. I want to meet people and be happy to meet them and treat them with respect and tell the truth and I don't I'm not changing myself and changing the parts of me that I love because someone else came into my life and then left you don't get to take that from me you know you don't get to take my favorite parts of myself with so many things about myself that I'm insecure about and I don't like and I hate you don't get to come and and take that too you know Anyhow, um, yeah, I guess I really, I'm really still in my head thinking that I want to see that girl again, but not happening, and when I think about love, and whether or not it's real, and if it's dead or not, I've always thought that it's just not real, I don't, I've just never believed in it. As I mentioned before, I think cheating and lying and all of that is just commonplace. And it's always going to be there and it's unavoidable. And in order to be in a relationship, you have to just accept that it can happen and blah, blah. And I don't know if people genuinely feel the way that I feel, you know, about others. That's my problem. My problem is I trust myself. I know myself. I know that I would never lie. I know that I don't lie. as a rule of thumb in my life. And because because I know these things about myself, it's like... And I know how foreign it comes across in the way that I speak and act with a lot of things. It just makes you feel like that's all I'm going to run into. Um, when... When I think of people who have gone through big divorces, long standing, many, many, many years in the making, kids, everything, I cannot even fathom the pain that they have to go through. I can't. It has to be one of the worst things I can think of. People go through a lot of shit in marriages. Emotional abuse, for sure, and physical abuse being another one. You know one thing I heard one time that really made me think that love is not real? Is um, an abusive husband and his wife were together. And the husband would beat his wife. Beat her quite a bit for a period of time. But uh, the wife says, "The wife says that she still loves him. You still love him. And maybe I'm not mature enough to understand. But how could that ever be love? You know. You're you're hurting this person to the the worst degree possible, and." They, they just stayed there with each other and I just couldn't fathom it. Is that what love is supposed to be? And people just destroying each other slowly or fast depending on what relationship you're in? I really want I want I want to deep down deep down I really want experience what it's like to not constantly feel alone in that way right but the way I've learned to deal with it is just constantly just trying to improve my life bit by bit and things have got better you know I ended up getting a car trying to get myself ready to move out on my own and those are things that I'm, I'm proud of I like driving driving is nice and my mother very much encouraged me to make sure I, I got that shit in order. Um, anyhow. I wanted to kind of wrap up here. By talking about. what What I think other people might want to take away from what I'm saying here. And. This is all my own experience. I got to the point where I said, I will never ever try and have a relationship again, never ever try to love. And it's just not something that happens for me. It doesn't exist in my world. I told myself that God himself has said, no, you can't have this. This is not for you. Um, but I never really did try, never really did put myself out there. I just kind of sat back and felt sad. You might be at a point in your life as well where you're maybe completely done with dating or done with relationships or all of that. And you think that it's the right course of action. And you better have a damn good reason if that's your course of action. That's my opinion. For me... I think that if I can put in an effort to try and change the world on a massive scale and I can actually do it, then it's worth it to live and maybe live with this pain. Because, you know, I'm not I'm not perfect. I'm not all put together and the things that I want and the intensity of work that I do and the amount of time that I spend working and there's so many barriers to I think me having a full relationship whatever that looks like and and I always tell myself that it's gonna be worth it I don't know but so far I'd, I've just felt regret if you're out there and you don't know why you're you're escaping it maybe try and look into that and maybe try and see if you can have a relationship where you can be happy, and you don't have to feel the way that a lot of people end up feeling, which is completely unloved and alone. Just try, at least, at least try once, because that's that's what I did. I tried a, a couple of times, and at the moment it's just not working, I'm just, maybe I'm just not the kind of guy that, that uh, girls want. I don't know, maybe I just don't have the, the super skills, you know, I think I'm fun, I think I have a great time, I think there's great qualities about me, I kind of like me, um, but maybe a lot of women don't, or maybe they don't in general, I'm like, I don't really need to care anymore, that's where I'm at, if it's not something for me, then that's okay. Maybe I don't get a, an opportunity to, to do all those things. I've been telling myself more and more that maybe there are some things in this world that you're just not supposed to see or maybe you won't see and that's okay. But that doesn't have to be you. I want to make that clear. I don't want to force my ideals and my nihilism and sadness towards relationships onto others because maybe there's something truly beautiful and unique about being with someone and and maybe love and caring about other people is is a real thing and maybe people aren't as deceitful and they aren't trying to lie to you and manipulate you and maybe I'm crazy all the time and that's another reason why trying to be in a relationship would be difficult I wanted to I wanted to say something about someone very important to me here um, it's about one of my good friends so Leo if you're listening this part is to Dedicated to you. I wanted to mention it in the last episode. I, when I was in high school, remember my great friend, Liayo. And when I was struggling to try and feel more accepted with other people, he showed me the person that I've wanted to be my whole life in one moment. And I can never forget it. He was this nerd, weirdo kind of guy that everyone knew. And, you know, some people made fun of him and he was like, ah, it's Lee, you know. But he just didn't care. He didn't care. He lived, he said what he wanted to say, he did what he wanted to do. But he was confident enough to be himself, even though people thought that it wasn't cool. I really just wanted to bring that up because it's just, it's something that I really, really wanted for me. I wanted to be more unfiltered. I wanted to say what I want to say. I wanted to do what I wanted to do. I didn't want to be afraid. Anyhow, uh, if you're listening out there, thanks for for listening to me talk about relationships a little bit and, and love and dating. Um... And you might be thinking, is he wrapping up? Uh, Wait, I just remembered something. I did want to talk about the market of dating as a whole. Um, I think that I wouldn't know, right? Because I'm not really that active with dating. But it feels like a lot of people are very promiscuous nowadays. Males and females alike. And there is a lot of social media influence that would maybe make it seem more than what it is. But cheating has always been a thing. And it's scary. I think the dating market scares off a lot of people because of that. I think that relationships are also a lot of work and a lot of responsibility. And I think I'm dreadfully afraid of that responsibility. And I think there's only two times in my life where I've met someone that made me want that responsibility. But I was, again, too afraid, hated myself too much to ever try with them and yeah I think that's that's it now Um, thank you so much for listening I'll see you guys in episode 3 where we're going to have our first guest and we're going to get the actual podcast format done thank you bye if I stay here for a moment I start thinking what is love what does that word mean It always confused me. I remember when my parents would say they love me from a pretty early age. I'd say, that's nice, but I don't know what you mean. I don't know what that word means. I don't necessarily believe in it. And, well, that would piss them off. But it's a legitimate thing that I think. What's the weight of that word? Does it matter? I mean, I hear so many people say it. Yet they portray it in different ways with people that they know. And I'm like, this word seems to mean anything. It seems to mean that you can do the most horrendous things to a person and still stay within arm's reach of them. So I that was just a thought I was having because I, I don't necessarily understand that word. And speaking of a word, a word on relationships and on status and on what people have to do to maintain them i i've always started thinking about what would it take to maintain a relationship for any reasonable length or period of time and i think to myself well you have to be someone worth staying by right whether that be through maybe status or something like that it's it can never be that someone just truly enjoys your company and your personality because I see people mostly in a negative light when it comes to those things. I'm like, yeah, people probably aren't going to care just because you're a good person. There's probably got to be something a little bit more there. Because there's good people everywhere. And when I think about a relationship and I think about what people value, I always think of these things as as things that you... No matter what you do in this world, there's there's no guarantee, no matter how good you've got it, that someone isn't going to cheat or leave. Because say you have a lot of money and you're like, okay, well, one of the reasons they like me is because I have a lot of money. It's like, well, what if somebody else has a lot of money? Or maybe you have a specific status or you have something that is quantifiable, Um, very easily like well not very easily but someone else can have what you have right they can have more of it in my head I've always thought what's to stop someone from just monkey branching over to something that is more than what you are in your current state and that kind of thinking always disturbed me I'm like what's the point of trying to get a bunch of money to impress someone or trying to have a very specific amount of this or that when I'm never going to have it all, you know? I'm going to be the best that I can be, and I think that that's going to be a pretty successful person. But I'm not going to have everything. It it just always feels like there's something that I won't be able to give, right? And that really hit my confidence hard when I started thinking about relationships that way. And it still does because... I, I think to myself that if I ever have a large sum of money or things are going well for me uh, maybe I should you know withhold that information because I don't see the benefit of opening up with oh I make this much or I work at this particular job and blah blah um, It's something that I tried doing at one point and I don't think that it lends to success <laughs> I just think that people might see, you as someone to take advantage of. And that's no good. I'm not saying, oh, you'll never be good enough, so don't bother trying to improve yourself. I think people should try to improve themselves. But at the same time, I realize that you can get caught up in something that is not necessarily what you want, and you become obsessed with pleasing others, And then you come to that stunning realization that, oh, shit, um, at any point in time, someone can leave for any reason for a thing that is not enough for what they want. And this is the reality, right?